You're listening to Cleanish Reads, episode 31. Book Club Week, Kind of a Big Deal by Shannon Hale. Welcome to Cleanish Reads. I'm your host, Amy Hall. You can trust me to sift out the garbage and recommend the best books that you can be excited to read on your own and with your family. Thanks for joining me on this journey to learn and grow through uplifting reads. All right, I'm here with one of my favorite people, my sister-in-law, Suzanne. Welcome, Suzanne. Thank you. Happy to be here. (laughs) I know you mostly did this because, number one, you're super nice, and number two, I basically (laughs) forced you to. (laughs) But thank you for doing it anyway. (laughs) I am here to support. I Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know. I super appreciate that. Not only do you have to be a guest on, for me, but you also had to read the book of my choosing. So we'll see what you thought about that. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. So sure. we're talking about Kind of a Big Deal by Shannon Hale. And uh, you might be wondering why I picked this book. I, about halfway through, I was kind of wondering too. <laughs> but... <laughs> Basically, I really like Shannon Hale. Um, some of her older stuff I really like, like her fairy tale type stuff, Goose Girl, and some other things. And so, something I like about her is she writes in all different genres. I think she just like maybe gets kind of bored or wants to do something different, and so she doesn't let that stop her. Normally, they tell authors, you have to say one thing, and I love how she kind of jumps around. So this was a different genre, like a realistic young adult fiction type of a thing, and I don't know if I loved it as much as some of her other stuff, but anyway, we'll talk about that. So what about you? Did you overall like or not like this book? (laughs) So... Overall, so I have to say when you when you told me what book it was, I started looking up um, like reviews on it just to see what other people thought, which is usually good for me when they're bad reviews, which most of them were, <laughs> because it kind of sets my bar really low. But then I I really really wanted to like this book, but I have to say overall it was it was not my favorite, not my not my favorite book. Although there were some good things. Like I liked the concept of it. I liked the idea of jumping into books. It kind of was like a Mary Poppins kind of idea, which could be fun, but I just, I, I just kind of fell flat for me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I felt a little bit the same way. I liked it. I wouldn't say it was like one of my favorite books or anything like that. And I feel like I liked it until a certain point, and then I was kind of like, okay, <laughs> it's getting a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I like how you said you liked the idea of it. I did too. I've heard, I read some of the reviews too, and I was surprised. Oh man, there are a lot of bad reviews of this book. <laughs> but um, <laughs> a lot of people mentioned they like they preferred Shannon Hale's Austin Land, which I think I haven't read it, but she wrote something similar where people are jumping into Jane Austen's time, which is kind of fun, but I guess she handled that a little better. So what, is there anything else you liked about the book before we talk about what we didn't like? What we didn't like. Um, I, um, 
I don't, I can't think of anything other than just the concept itself. Okay. That's totally fine. I, uh, I think my favorite thing was the characters. I don't know. Sometimes they were annoying, but I felt like Josie, the main character, I felt like she was pretty realistic. Like she had these big hopes and aspirations and then she kind of is struggling. I think a lot of people any age, but particularly like right out of high school, trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. And if you had a big idea, is it working? I think that's like a real topic that people really have trouble with. Uh, I also liked that that nanny book club in the park. They were weird, but I feel like I liked the humor (laughs) that that brought in. (laughs) That's true. That's a good point. I did like that. I don't know if I've ever seen a book club or heard of one or been in one where they like (laughs) really took themselves really seriously and were doing really strong literature or anything like that but I could picture it happening definitely definitely in fact I've never been a part of one either but I can picture a couple people I know that would enjoy that so (laughs) (laughs) feel really good about themselves about being in this book club I loved how the the other nannies would like try to secretly ask Josie like, so what was the name of that book you were reading or whatever? Like, I don't want to admit that I want it too. Totally, that they want to read something that's more readable than, I don't right. remember, I should have written down those hilarious book names, but about death or I don't know, I don't even remember, but very serious yeah. stuff. Okay, so let's talk about what you didn't like. Anything specifically that just turned you off of this book? So, like I said, it kind of, it kind of fell flat a little bit for me just because I I didn't really connect with any of the characters really. Like usually they draw me in a little bit more, but with this one, it didn't. And, but it was still a little fun. And like you said, it had some humor a little bit, but then the ending was just not good. It did not end well. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I don't know if this is the same part for you, but that like final fantasy battle, I yes. guess you could call it a battle where I guess that's when we really see that um what was his name? Dio, Deo, the bookstore Dio, guy. Yeah. The bookstore's a front for this whatever. That whole thing was just like a little too weird for me. I don't know. (laughs) No, I felt the same way because not only was it really, really weird, but then it, it went away from like her logic because it was still fantasy. And it, so it just didn't make sense to me that that is what won the whole battle. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I agree with that. I agree with that. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that that's the part where I was like, oh, maybe I don't like this book anymore. I kind of liked it up till then. I I guess I always picture bookstore workers as kind of like, kind of like a librarian type person that is leading you on your journey. 
but not, I don't know, they were like the bad guys in the end. I don't know. It didn't really make sense in my mind. (laughs) No. And if she did one good thing, it was a surprise because you ended up really liking Dio. Yes. And then you definitely didn't. It was just weird. Yes, totally. I the another thing kind of switching topics but talking about Dio reminds me of him. So the boyfriend Justin. I yes. hated from the beginning that Josie was calling herself Josie Pie after like <laughs> using her high school boyfriend's name. I thought that was super weird and she just continued to do it even though they were like I don't even know if they were together or not. I don't know. I know. Everything about that was so against everything I am. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I yes. just read that. And then for them to just at the end, just flip a switch and they're back together. And it just was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I felt like it didn't super resolve, which I guess is real life. Things don't always tie up in a neat bow. But the That's other true. thing I had trouble wrapping my head around was she was apparently like so confident in high school like she was the it girl and everything she does after like I realize that she kind of like is falling apart here but it seems like she's so needy like she cannot survive without her friends I just had a hard time seeing how her personality changed so much that so she needed Justin yeah. and she needed what was her friend's name? Um oh, Nina. Blank. They're yeah. you know, them to be proud of her and I don't know. I kind of felt like even if she was falling apart, she would still stay more confident. I don't know. You would hope so. I yeah, like I said, I didn't really connect well with her a whole lot. Even though I know the issues she had are common with people but just her way about I don't know handling it was just weird yeah yeah the whole being in Montana thing I don't know the whole thing was kind of (laughs) weird I liked it but the more I think about it I'm like oh it's kind of (laughs) weird that that happened but but like you said it I mean there was it, it kept your interest it kept you going Yeah. But, and then the end, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I have to ask you, were you a big deal in high school? Could you relate to that? (laughs) That is so funny. Um, You have to be be honest (laughs) because I know you're the type of person that likes to gloss over your past successes and accomplishments. So you have to be honest. No, I I am being honest. No, I I have to admit though, I don't really know what that means. Like I, so my brother randomly had me um, look up something in the yearbook just yesterday. So, which is weird because I haven't looked at my yearbook in years. And then we had this coming up. But so I looked at it and I was like. I just can't picture anybody feeling like a big deal in high school. Like you all did your own thing and it was high school and then you left. <laughs> that was just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think know. that so, probably shows that you were 
well, a well-adjusted <laughs> teenager and young adult. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that means maybe, maybe. <laughs> because it's true. Like when I think about it, I don't know. I think there were people in my high school that were more well-known than others or seemed to be excelling in lots of areas. So lots of people knew who they were, but I don't know. Maybe that's something that is like personal, like (laughs) Josie thought she was a big deal. She was telling people after high school, well, I was a big deal in high school, which is totally weird. I would never do that. But maybe (laughs) people like you who are like, I don't know, like who was a big deal in high school have a better head on their shoulders, maybe (laughs) that they thought, well, I did some things well, but I wasn't like. I don't know. There are lots of other people doing cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why I feel that way, but really I just was looking through and I was like, everybody had their thing and everybody was a big deal in their own way and, or not at all. And it was just high school. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and we're a few years past high school, so I like to remember it like it was yesterday, but the perspective probably helps. <laughs> so yes, that, that is true. From a couple of years ago, you know. So were you a big deal in any specific thing? Uh, like what was your thing? Like in I said, school? no, I mean, so I mostly did student government. That was just. Were you the student body president? Uh, no, I was not. Okay, I was, I was vice president, <laughs> so I was That's lonely. Okay. It's okay to not be, but you, I just have to pull these things out of you because we've asked. I've asked you questions before, and you like to give very humble answers because <laughs> <laughs> they're not a big deal. Um, so yeah, I did student government. That was really. I did track for two weeks. I was so weak about it. I just. <laughs> It was not for me. Basically, high school was to have fun and be social, and that's just how I saw it. It was just... Which is good. Which is good. So you probably, since you were looking at your yearbook recently, do you feel like there was anybody that resembled Josie in your school that maybe thought they were a big deal and kind of peaked? And maybe struggled after to get in real life where everyone has their thing? Uh, So actually, when I was looking through it, I didn't. But now that you're asking that question, I did have one name pop in my mind, which I don't want to say because... You don't have to say the name. Yeah, but... But yeah, I saw that they actually did really struggle after, which made me sad. And I found out that they actually struggled all through high school too, but just were good at hiding it. So. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. It was sad to find out. <laughs> <laughs> On that sad note. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> that is actually good. So I read an interview that this author did about the book and, um, those interviews are kind of fun to read, but my favorite question answer that happened was that the interviewer said, what would you say to a young adult 
who felt their best years were, were already behind them. And she said, at any given moment, it's probably been less than a month since I've declared in profound sincerity, I'm washed up. I've lost it. I'll never write anything good again. Like clockwork, the creative arts force us into humility. So drawing on those feelings isn't hard for me. I also get that fear that we must be constantly better than the year before or we failed. But I think it's a fallacy. I like Nina's advice to Josie in the book. We are who we used to be, who we are now, and who we will become. Even if we can't see it, we are never-ending, eternal, with limitless potential. So if you ever see that person, <laughs> you can tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I actually really like that. Which made me feel kind of good. Sometimes I think, so I was not really a big deal in high school, except I was known as like a... I doubt that. I don't know if smart person is the right thing to say, but Brilliant I achieved would be more well accurate. in school, <laughs> like with my studies. And um, I've had people now that I'm an adult say, well, I thought you were going to do like a lot more with your life or things like that. Oh, so geez. I think they would say that maybe I peaked in high school and have gone downhill. But I liked what the author said about how we're more than just high school, obviously we're who we were then, who we are now, who we're, we're becoming, and we all have limitless potential. And sometimes what we end up doing isn't what people thought we were going to do, but it doesn't mean it's not awesome. <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, definitely because no, someone that knows you now and all that you do, you have definitely not peaked since high school. You are amazing. So well, I'm not whoever saying they are, it's just weird. But <laughs> yes. maybe it's not. I I kind of sort of equated to Josie. Like people thought she was going to be a Broadway star, and here she is, like yeah, in the chorus of a community production. But she's happy and doing what she loves, and you know, making hopefully relationships with people. So. So, yeah, yeah it's easy sense, to yeah. look and say, oh, they didn't amount to much. But that's not necessarily true because we all have a nope. lot going on in our lives that other people don't know about, right? That is so true. That is so true. So were you ever in a theater production? So <laughs> you were. I was talking to Chris. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. I actually – so I – I would initially definitely say no, but then Chris reminded me that I was an extra in a millisecond of a movie. And so, oh. <laughs> so you're basically that would famous. be my fame. What movie exactly. are you an extra in? I can't wait to hear about this. Um, it's, it's forever strong. strong. I've heard and that. It is literally, literally a millisecond. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm going to have to watch oh, it. And then don't, don't forget... forget road shows back in the day right okay so you do have some theater experience here <laughs> when, when i was five, five yes. this is amazing okay so <laughs> tell me about that like did you love it obviously it wasn't like a big deal for you because you weren't in all your high school productions so maybe you didn't no, love it no, i don't know theater, there's not a lot of no. like, theater stuff in the book but i was not a theater kid so i need to hear some perspective on that 
<laughs> I wish I could give it to you. No, theater for me was just, I, I never thought about it really. Um, it was fun to be with my family in the road show and it was fun to be with my friends, but no, it's not, I don't really understand it either. <laughs> I think so. The, so the author in that same interview, she said that theater was kind of like her happy place in high school and like a friendship generator. I think hopefully everybody finds that in high school or any place is like some little niche to help you make friends. Yes. So it doesn't have to be theater. It could be track or student government or whatever it is. Um, I did have a good friend in high school and I was sure she was going to make it big. She was just, she just had like superstar written all over her. She was just so <laughs> outgoing and bubbly and had this amazing smile. And she was in, she starred in every high school thing. And then our community theater, she was really successful. And that sounds dumb, but no. Lucas um, Grubby, Gabriel, Grubiel, how do you say his name? He was... Um, the original Ryan in High School Musical. He was in the uh, same community group just a couple years earlier. So I'm like, he made it big. She can make it big too. And she had an agent and they were considering her for like a show on TV. I think it was on the Disney Channel, but it just never really took off. And so she ended up, you know, now she's like a successful businesswoman in a big city. And I think it's awesome. But it's just interesting. I don't know. I, that was like my little teeny peek yeah. into theater life. And I think it must be like really, 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 really hard to make it. I would think so. I would think so. Because there, like you said, there's a lot of different levels before you make it. And it's just hard to be that person. And it has to fit exactly what they're looking for. Yeah, so. totally. And I don't know, maybe I've never been drawn to that, like to be a superstar on Broadway or something, but no, I think either. it has like a draw for some young people. Like how cool would it be to be a star? Just like I, it would be cool to be an NBA player or something. It's just the reality <laughs> is it's so hard to actually make it, but some people do. So you can't right. give up on those dreams, I guess. No, especially if you have that talent. I mean, why not go for it, you know? Yeah, super true. Yes. Okay, anything else you want to say about Josie's relationships with Justin and her best friend, Nina? Um, it was kind of like a big so, part of the book, but I don't know. It was kind of weird for me. So, yeah, go for it. Tell me what you think. Yeah, I mean, nothing a whole lot. I, I think that they made some awkwardness with Nina that didn't necessarily need to be there because it seemed like a normal relationship, friendship. Like you said, it was a little needy, but, but then to like have a breakup about it, I thought was kind of interesting, but yeah, that was yeah, the only thing that was kind of odd to me. Right. Because naturally sometimes when you don't when you don't live in the same city as someone or your life their lives were obviously kind of going in different directions and I kind of felt like they could still be friends but right. yeah it was interesting 
Yeah. How she felt like she had to yeah. come and kind of break up with her or whatever. Right. So I don't know. I was trying and to And then date. just Justin. I would have never. But what were you going to say? Sorry. <laughs> you would have never had to rely on a man that much. No, I just, I, I don't know. I, she just seemed too needy. It just is hard to watch or listen to. Yeah. <laughs> I kept thinking that Dio was going to make more of a showing when she jumped into books like yes. he did. But every time it was Justin, I'm like, oh, you haven't even seen him for forever. <laughs> I, <laughs> what about this new exciting guy at the bookshop? Exactly. Who's so nice and seemed normal. Yeah. Yeah. Until that crazy scene at the end. Totally seemed like a good guy. I thought they were going to end up together in the end, but it wasn't to be. I did too. (laughs) All right. So do you have a favorite book? This was not your favorite book of all time. Do you have a favorite book? I don't know much about what you like to read, so I'm excited to hear what you have to say. So, um... I am actually not a huge reader. I used to listen to um, books as I traveled and commuted to work, but then I stopped working kids. So mostly I read kids books to my kids and that's about my genre. That's about all I <laughs> Which is a great thing to do. There are some really yeah, good kids but books. But I will say, of all time, which fits with the kids' books, probably Harry Potter, which is probably not a surprise for a lot of people, but it's so it good. Really good. If anyone says anything disparaging about Harry Potter, besides if it's against their beliefs, which I understand, but since so many people like it, you know, some literary people will be like, oh, Harry Potter, that doesn't even count. I'm like, yes, it does. I know. It's <laughs> it so many too. different people and ages and backgrounds. <laughs> Can relate and enjoy it. So I think that's yeah. a great, a great favorite. It must be it's well loved so. because there's a whole theme park about it. Right? Exactly. So, <laughs> so it's got to be good. So if besides kids books, do you have a genre that you typically like? Like, do you like more serious books, more fun books, romance um, books? So just to read, to read, it's usually factual books. So if I'm trying to learn something about something, that's, yeah, so nonfiction. But then I tend to, as I, the books that I listen to tend to be with Chris. And so we go towards fantasy. That's his genre. Are his favorite. And I enjoy it too. So that's yeah. That's funny because I feel like that's kind of the opposite of my husband and I. He loves nonfiction a lot, and I I would say fantasy is one of my favorites. So we usually do the ones he picks, but sometimes we'll squeeze in something else too. And he usually likes it. He goes <laughs> along with it. And I en- always enjoy nonfiction more than I think I will because, like you said, I'm learning yeah. something, and I'm like, oh, this is actually really interesting. So... Good. Good to know. Um, Do you have, I guess you're not a huge reader, you just said, but if you could jump into any book, would it be Harry Potter or do you have another one you'd prefer to jump into? Uh, I I can't say Harry Potter because that would be scary. I mean, Voldemort is scary. (laughs) But you could live in Hogwarts Castle and... I know. That would be tempting. 
Um, honestly, because my world is kids right now, and I know this is not impressive at all, but I would probably jump into like Dr. Seuss because it's fun and it's lighthearted. Yes. No drama. Yes. It's like so <laughs> much creativity. Yes. I love that. Everything's new and would be fun. And yes, so, yeah, that is impressive. Don't say it's not impressive. It is <laughs> reading sometimes. Do you ever have to read the same book to your child? Like 100 times? Oh, every day. Yep. <laughs> that right there is impressive. They have them memorized. <laughs> I always hide the ones that I'm not super wanting to read again. I Yes. In fact, we have a pile a that goes to Google. <laughs> to say that I do. But nope, there's only too. so many times I can read Lego Star Wars, Anakin defeats the <laughs> Sith Lord or whatever. They're fine for a few yeah. times, but... I'm pulling out the classics more <laughs> if I can. So that's good. And we've got the Pinkalicious going on over here. So oh, we definitely pull that been, out. <laughs> my daughter is pretty old. It's been a while since I read those. <laughs> uh, you're, you're not missing out, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those aren't quality literature, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. The, the phase of Pinkalicious goes by faster than you think it will. <laughs> Before you know I it, know. they'll be into Harry Potter, and then you'll have all kinds of things to talk about. <laughs> oh, we are very excited. I will say Chris is the most excited about that. Yeah. That, that is exciting. I'm excited. My older kids, we read it with them, and I'm excited when the younger ones can appreciate it. So that'll be fun. Yeah. I think that if I was going to jump into a book... The first one that came to my mind was like a Jane Austen, like Pride and Prejudice. I think just like being in that time, I don't know if I'd want to live there permanently, but just to like be in the dresses and go to the balls and take a turn about oh, yeah. the courtyard. I don't know. It just sounds like <laughs> a little bit of a fun little romantic thing to do for a short while. <laughs> well, that's the thing. As long as it's a short while, that would be really fun. Yes. Yes. I was surprised how much Forever, I liked I in this book when she when Josie jumped into the zombie apocalypse thing. I thought yeah. they made that kind of fun. Like she's like uh, yeah. singing Spice Girls while she's beating up these zombie whatever they were. I thought that was kind of And she was so proud of herself. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't typically read those kinds of books but it made it seem like oh that could be kind of fun and when she was a superhero in the graphic novel like oh that'd be kind of cool yes. to be like a superhero or something that was a fun yeah. little act. no the idea of it was really really fun yeah it's so. too bad we should write an alternate ending I don't know you I'd should because probably... <laughs> you're a good writer <laughs> when I say that out loud I'm like huh what would I do that would make it way better I don't know how could we top Shannon Hale? But yeah, but yeah, there were some good things about it. I'm glad I read the book. Thank you for reading it with me, even though it wasn't oh, our you. favorite. For me, it was kind of like a little bit of a breath of fresh air. I've been trying to do a lot of um, realistic fiction lately, and a lot of it's just a big downer. So this one, I'm like, eh, it's not oh. my favorite, but whew, there's no 
it's cleanish. There's not a lot of bad stuff in here, so that's a breath of fresh air. So I appreciate that about the author. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I cannot do downer stuff, so good job for sifting through that. <laughs> oh, good. You're going to do a really serious <laughs> memoir. I'm glad we didn't do that. Oh, there's only so oh, yeah. much Thank you. downer stuff I can handle. <laughs> there needs to be more, like, good, clean comedy stuff out there that just makes you want to laugh. That's what I think. But Yes, I will say comedy is my, at least for movies and stuff, that's my thing. Yes. Yes, for sure. there's enough bad stuff in the world. You just need to like laugh once in a while or think something is outrageous. I don't know. Exactly. Good. We're on the same page. Yes. Next time <laughs> I find a good comedy, a good clean comedy, I will let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I count on you, Amy, because you sift through all this stuff. So I try. It's very appreciated. I try. I can't complain too much because I took this on myself. So I have to continue. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Thanks for being on the show with me. Yeah, thank you.